I think it's cute. Uh, I, I, I'm not aroused by it, but I could, I would watch a video of someone using that on, like as a, as a, um, as the dressing on a fleshlight, that puppet. I would, I would, I, I don't think I'd be aroused by it, but I would find it artistic in a way. I'm Delta Work, and it's time for Very Delta. Jasmine Simone is here, but first, do you want to see me go off? Because I think you want to see me go off. M. Oh. M. Mom! Are you a lady like me? Introspective, beautiful. Oh, are you intellectual like me? Beguiled by a bargain? You like wild times? Oh, like me? Are you serving the community like me? Well, if you are, then you must be very Delta. I'm Delta Work, and this is Very Delta, a luxury public access podcast and YouTube talk show where I look gorgeous, speak extemporaneously, and invite fascinating people to sit on the couch and get Very Delta. Very Delta is for the woman who loves the comfort and quality of Talbot's modern classics. Looking good is feeling good, no matter what you're doing. But first, let's get into some things that are Very Delta. Go off Delta! Christmas is here. I am ready to start decorating, and this is my very first year living in my own house. A big house. A big house with big ceilings. And what that means is I'm no longer restricted to a half Christmas tree. If you did not know, I've always lived in the same apartment building forever and ever and ever. And in order to accommodate space, I had a half Christmas tree, a Christmas tree that was flush with the wall and came out like a half circle, like a, like a half of a cheese. And it looked beautiful. But when you were walking down the hallway, you would look over and go, oh my gosh, there's only half a tree there. Now I can have fully a full-size tree, which now presents me problems because I have a lot of Christmas decorations for thematic trees, a, a pink and pearl tree, a country tree, an owl tree. I have all these ideas that I have fluctuated with every year, but they were all designed for half trees. So what am I going to do about the other side for the ornaments? So now I have to go shopping to find ornaments that will either coordinate with those things or start a whole completely new theme because I'm still going to put that half tree up because now I have the space for it. The problem is that Manila Luzon came to my home and put into my brain that I don't have to now limit myself to a seven and a half foot tree when there are nine foot ceilings, taller than nine foot. They're like, I don't know, 11 foot ceilings at some point. So Manila was like, I don't know why you're talking about getting a seven and a half foot tree. I mean, if you're that bitch, you really need to put up a nine foot tree. So then I was like, oh my God, Manila, like, where is it going to go? Like the dining room table is sort of in a portion where the highest point goes. And then on the other side is the, uh, you know, a, a part of a sofa that's coming out. 
And Manila, the creative person that she is, is immediately like reconfiguring thing, everything in her brain. And she's like, well, if you move this over there and you move that over there. And she's like talking about like basically explaining to me that there's no reason why I don't have a nine foot tree, a seven and a half foot tree, a small tree in each bedroom, and then bring out the half tree and put it in the foyer. Now I'm stuck because I could do that. Some of the ornament sets that went with the other half tree could be divided up into the other rooms. And I'm not trying to flex, but I'm the one that keeps saying over and over, oh, I wish I had a full tree. Now I have the room to have too many trees. What am I going to do? Because do I, do I compromise? I'm not really compromising space, if you think about it. I, I, I need to put... I feel like I need to have a nine foot tree. But if I do that, then that means I also have to have that tree spin. And if I have the tree spin, do I need to put a train around the tree? I mean, it's like there's these are the options. I know these are first world problems. I know we have a lot going on or whatever. I can only fry the small fish. I can only handle what I can handle. And listen, I'm not going to like. I'm not going to I shouldn't have to like shrink myself. Because this is a problem for me. Like, I shouldn't have to be like, oh, I don't want to say anything. I do want to say something. I earned it. I want to put up my fucking trees. I want to put up a tree in my drag dressing room. A pink tree. And I want it to have pearly ornaments. And I want it to have, I don't know, maybe I should hang earrings off of it. That would be sickening to just do a lot of earrings on a Christmas tree. That would be so, like, why ornaments? Why not do that? You, you got to stuff the ornaments in the back. I don't know how you all decorate your tree, but I like it to have a lot of stuff in it, right? I always learned, I learned from my friend Psychedella, you got to have a fake tree because it's going to last longer and you can bend the branches and you can wire shit into there. And that is what I'm going to be able to do this year. I'm super excited. Um, by the time you're hearing this, my trees will be up. But... Why did I, I should never invite Manila Luzon to my home ever, ever, because she sees these things, right? I, you know what? I should make it her responsibility to come decorate the trees. That's what I should do. I'll pay for the decorations, but she should be, well, not, she should be responsible to go get the stuff. That's the hard part. Not really shopping it, just bringing it in and out. You know what I'm saying? That should be her job. She's the one that, she's the one that brought it up. It's not my fault. Do you like this pumpkin? This was hand-painted just for this set. This one, too. I had no... This is not my responsibility. This is a Mark, the producer, responsibility. That candle over there. The rest of these are mine. Some of them you saw last year. I get it. We're, some things are being reintroduced, so not, not too much. Um, but some of these are special to me. I'm going to figure out a way. I, I should paint some of my pumpkins red and gold and do Christmas pumpkins on this desk. Because some people already have said, why are there pumpkins on the desk? And Halloween is over. No, well, it is over, but these are gourds. Clearly. She has on a bustier or a strapless bra. She has on this. You know, not a lot of people wear these anymore. Um, I'm going to refer to this as uh, uh, a negligee. 
This is like a negligee, and I don't think they're that popular. I remember when I was a kid, my mom, when somebody was getting married, they would go to like um, a, a bridal shower where, where they would have like a wedding shower, but there would also be a bridal shower. And that was like where all the ladies would go and they would bring like beautiful, you know, sexy lingerie for someone to wear. And I remember going with my mom when she would buy these things and they would be so beautiful. And you would go to like the, um, you know, the department store and you would have it specially wrapped. And I don't think people do that as much anymore. Maybe, maybe they do. Maybe they just haven't been. Are these Velcroed on? Do you think she goes like, ooh, 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 watch, ooh, 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 ooh. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, I think that's this is kind of cruel, actually. I don't like it. I just think it's like sexualizing such a sweet little thing. Like all it can do with its hands is go like, oh, but it's like, oh, I'm being sex trafficked. Like I just I feel like it's like, why would you sexualize this little teddy bear? And then what why the Peter Pan hat? Who does that? Look at, oh, pain in my ass. Oh, how rude. I don't like that. Is she graduating from like dance, like sex, sex dance school or something? Like, what is it? And what is this? Oh, her mask. Were you even aware that she has a mask in the back? It's like a it's it's like a gag. It goes over her mouth. What what do you call that? Hi. Can I please get a number 1 large sized with a diet coke? Can I also get a cheese quesadilla with no sauce extra cheese? Thank you. Hi. Oh, here's my card. Okay. Hot sauce? Yeah, can we get um red and green? Great. Thank you. What I'm sorry, what? It's extra for sauces? That's fine. We're very rich. How much are the extra sauces? Oh, they're 50 cents each. Okay. Can we have $14 worth of sauce, please? Why you mad? Stay mad. Stay mad. And you're mad. Oh, but you're mad. You're mad because I can have both sauces. No, I don't want any sour cream. Why would I want sour cream? No, you don't put sour cream on tamales. What? No, tamales come already dressed the way that they are. You eat tamales with macaroni salad. And you put salt on your tamales. You do not put sour cream, bitch. This is not Del Taco. Yuck. Merry Christmas. Okay. Do you want to see me take a break? Because I think you want to see me take a motherfucking break. You heard? Okay.
This podcast is brought to you by Squarespace. Squarespace is the all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online. Whether you're just starting out or managing a growing brand, Squarespace makes it easy to create a beautiful website, engage with your audience, and sell anything from products to content to time, all in one place, all on your terms. Everything is online today, and Squarespace offers so many features to make your website so sleek and professional. I love to shop online, and I like to see how different small businesses and people have their websites set up. For me, it says a lot about how the customer service experience will play out based on a company's web design. I can always tell when a website is well-built and well-managed. It's the functionality, and Squarespace has it. With Squarespace, you can book appointments through your site. They provide everything you need to manage your schedule, accept secure payments, send automatic reminders. You can have an online store. You can sell your products directly on your site. And they offer amazing analytics, too, which is great for growing your business. You can learn where your site visits and sales are coming from and analyze which channels are the most effective. So check out squarespace.com slash verydelta for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, use offer code verydelta, all one word, to save 10% on your first purchase of a website or domain. She's the people's queen because I said so. It's Jasmine Simone. Yes. Hi. Hi. Thank you for being here. I noticed something immediately off the top, which I consider to be signature Jasmine Simone, and that's white manicure. I wore them just for you. You, I, I, I <laughs> always know you with that. Uh huh. I remember when you first started wearing white manicure, I was like, I'd never, I mean, of course, I'm sure I'd seen people do it, mm-hmm. but it was such a signature and it looked so clean and elongated your hands, which, I mean, you're already very long, mm-hmm. but why not be longer? Why not? You know what I mean? Yes. And they go, they go with everything. They do. You don't have to switch out nails. Not at all. Mm -mm. Cause there are sometimes I would see you at a show and you're like, switch off, switch out your nails for Uh like the next number. And I'd be like, oh gosh, I wish I had that kind of, that kind of patience with myself, but I glue them on. So it's kind of difficult to be switching through left and right. Yeah. Mm -mm. You got the name, the people's queen from you. Because I said so. Yeah. We were at um, Queen of the Desert pageant. 2015. Was it that long ago? Mm-hmm. No. 2015. Stop it. Mm-hmm. That's eight years ago. Yeah. 2015. Whoa. You just like checked me right now. <laughs> I did not think that. It didn't seem that long ago. Yeah. It was you know, when the pandemic happened, like it kind of divided time mm-hmm. in a way. But you were at, at the pageant. Um, tell us about Queen of the Desert. Uh, Queen of the Desert was probably like the first pageant I ever did. But it was more of like a fundraiser and like two cans had just asked me like, hey, you want to do this competition? Like, we'll sponsor you. I was like, OK. So I did it. And I mean, it was it was really fun. It was my first like first like having to do a competition where there's categories and you had to like you really had to like impress the people. It was right. like the biggest crowd I've ever performed in front of, too, at that at that point. Mm-hmm. And um it was it was it was a fun experience a lot of the girls didn't really like it because they were saying i didn't live in palm springs right so i should not have even like done it but if they read the the actual rules you didn't have to live there you just had to at least work out there Mm -hmm. but um i like swept every category to be honest with you i mean there was a talent portion there was a comedy portion and then there was um, Evening Gown. Mm-hmm. And then I got Fan Favorite. I got Judge's Choice. 
and I got the crown. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> these are facts. Um, this, this is not boasting. I mean, this is mm-hmm. this is documented. Yeah, and that's why I said. I mean, she's the people's queen because. Th- the people addition, chose her. Yeah, they they there was a category <laughs> literally that was based on not just um who they liked, but who in in whose which contestants name they were going to contribute mm-hmm. to this thing. And they, and they that's what they decided. And, and so I was like you are the people's queen because they did decide that. I remember that pageant. Um it is it was fun. It was and every year it's always been fun. We've mm-hmm. been we've been in subsequent years as um uh uh sitting in the audience, uh, judging mm-hmm. uh, in a lot of different ways. It's always been a whole lot of fun. But yeah, I, I think it's weird when people, I think it happens in a lot of competitions when people know that they they feel like they're not being rewarded the way that they should. Mm-hmm. They think they have to run back to some sort of weird rule book mm-hmm. to sort of work things out for themselves. And the thing was, so you didn't live there. It didn't say that you had to. And then on top of that, you are part of the drag quilt of Palm Springs. Yeah. You've been working there for a very long time. You had your own show in Palm Springs, one of the longest running shows in Palm mm-hmm. Springs. You've managed to, again, through the pandemic, roll with the punches and moving different nights. And, and, and you also were part of the Playgirls, still part of all of these different events. I mean, I remember the Pride season after Pride season, you would host special events. At, I think it was the Hyatt. The Hyatt, uh-huh. You know, so... To say to somebody that, well, we need to worry about your zip code. No, you need to worry about what you're contributing. You need to, you need to worry about what you're doing on stage. Right. Like, right. That's, that's where that's that's where it all that's the end all be all right there. Yeah. It didn't matter like that. I didn't live there. I had worked there already. I think maybe like four or five years already, mm-hmm. and I was like there almost consistently, consistently weekly, weekly at at Hunters at Toucans. I actually was like the first queen to ever perform at Chill Bar mm-hmm. when they had they would have like a late night Saturday yes, night show, I and I that. would be the I would perform there. I mean, so me competing there it just made sense. Right. And Toucans, they were like, "If we sponsor you, will you do it?" Sure. Like, yeah, it was my first time getting like doing doing like a, a pageant like that, and it was it was fun. I still have my crown sitting on my dresser, honey. Yes, you do. I dust her every couple weeks. Like, do you oh. put her on? I, sometimes I do. Yes, sometimes I do. Just to let people know. I, I wore her last. I wore her last year to um, to Palm Springs Pride. Actually, well, that's. I mean, you have to. Yeah, you I, I wore to. it to Palm Springs Pride, and I would wear it every year when they would do the Queen of the Desert again. Mm-hmm. I would obviously show up with, with that on too. What is uh, when you go to a Pride? I mean, this is the season still. I, people always think of Pride season as just like June, mm-hmm. which it is Pride Month. But Palm Springs Pride is one of the is the official last Pride of the mm-hmm. Pride season, always in technically the fall. Mm-hmm. Um, what is your trick to like getting through like a day of Pride? Do you is there something you wear? Is there a certain makeup? Do you add more something for for the day? It would just be like no lashes and sunglasses. Yep, like sunglasses like big ones so uh-huh. all you gotta do is worry about this bottom part and if you have a show that night then you just go there and just do your eyes then cause that that early in the morning like and, and it's it's I mean even even now like Palm Springs is still like hot boiling boiling so and, and it's bright too like it's, it's never it's never overcast in November it's like it's just it's super hot so I just always like I try to wear as minimal as possible right but I always have to put a pad on so I, I I'm not one of those girls that 
just want to run around bare-legged for pride. Right. Like, I just can't do that. Like, That's not you. No. I'll put a pad on, and I'll probably just put, like, some, like, flowy, like— rainbow dress or uh-huh. just or just some, something that's just easy to work with yeah. and either like a, a a head wrap or and, and some glasses and i am like good to go one one year we actually had to we actually had to like ride we were riding bikes oh my but they god didn't, but they, they didn't i didn't i didn't little, like really like think we were going to be riding the bikes i thought like the go-go boys would be riding the bikes but they were like no we want like the queens to ride the bikes i'm like I have on pink thigh high boots. Like, what do you you want me to ride this? Are you seriously you want me to ride this Stop. bike? Yes, but I mean, I rode it. It was fun, but I rode it for like 10, 20 minutes, and I was like, no, one of you boys have to come in here and uh-huh. one of you. I rather walk. Like, I rather walk and just go over to the people and stuff because, yeah. like, riding a bike. No, that that. Mm-mm. So yeah, Queen of the Desert was the first like big pageant that you did, but mm-hmm. you recently mm-hmm. did Miss Continental. How did you get into that? Uh, well, Fantasia, I did it. I did it back in uh, 2017, mm-hmm. um, and it was like you know, it, it was like their first time bringing bringing a uh, continental like SoCal continental. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I didn't. It was like a whole bunch of categories, and I just I did it just because like in my in my job now, like I can't do a lot of the competitions around around California because. I've been working a long time and mm-hmm. I've asked and I, I started out competing. So I still, I wanted like that, like competitive energy to come back. So mm-hmm. I did it then and it was, it was fun. And then la- th- this last, this past year, uh, Fantasia had asked me if I wanted to do it again. And I was a little like, oh, I don't know if I want to do it, but then I was like, you know what? Let's, let's just do it. And I ended up getting like first alternate. Uh-huh. So first alternate was eligible to go to nationals. So I just kind of just took that opportunity and was like, you know what, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna go I'm gonna do this like, I'm gonna take this I'm gonna take the bull by the horns and I'm just gonna go do it and just have the experience because I never thought like that kind of pageant would be something that I would enjoy or feel like like I belonged there. Mm-hmm. But being there, like, oh, I definitely belong there. Like, yeah, I I cannot wait to go back and I'm gonna do it next year too. I'm you definitely are. gonna go back. Yes. It was the it was a super fun experience for me, like all meeting all the all the girls and just seeing like how much time they actually do put into this, like and now be, you know when you know better you do better. So I saw I did it the first time and now that I know more about it, I'm gonna go back with a whole different like a whole different mind state to to at least at least place. But I just I just enjoyed the experience. It mm-hmm. was it was really fun. It was like a four day event like it was it was really really fun kind of like i mean it kind of sounds cliche but it really kind of like changed my like how i how i saw that kind of pageant right so i'm I'm excited to go back next year they're doing a socal continental uh next year in march and i'm gonna do that one so i can win that one mm-hmm. and then go to continent to go to nationals and do that one it's something i mean i when we say the the people's queen um i don't think people realize like the when I when I say that, what I mean by that, and it's not just the fact that people did vote for you and, and, and make you that, you really do hold it in high regard because, and I hold you in high regard because the thing I admire about about you, and it's always been you, even when you had one wig and you were just a baby, <laughs> is that you step forward with so much pride and so much dignity. And that has so much to do with how we're raised mm-hmm. and how, what people, uh, the people that believe in us. Mm-hmm. And um, there's just so many people around. You take so much inspiration from so many people. And 
ever since you were first coming up in drag, you always had so much respect for everybody. Mm-hmm. The people that were in the show with you, the girls that that maybe gave you dust, you didn't give them that dust back. You just said, you know what? I'm, I'm doing this. I'm doing this. And that to me is diva. Diva is not, um, well, I'm bitchy to everybody or mm-hmm. whatever. It's really having to hold yourself in a high regard because we live in a shitty world. Yeah. And our own umbrella, queer umbrella, can be very shitty, yeah. especially to entertainers. Especially to entertainers who do project celebrity impersonation, Mm -hmm. female impersonation, thematic performances, pageantry, um, and the fact that you went to Continental on your own accord and said, I'm I'm going to do this because, like you said, Fantasia had your back. Um, You you go into this really not knowing what to happen. Mm -hmm. But that, to me, is the creativity, the uniqueness, the nerve, and the talent, because that is nerve. I have always been fascinated by Continental. I've never gone and everyone's like, Delta, you have to at least go. Fantasia has always said, you just got to go watch at least. Back in the day, she was always like, girl, when are you going to enter plus? When are you going to enter plus? You got to enter plus. I will help you. And it was a confidence thing. It was just a thing where I was like, you look at these people and you think, well, what what if I don't make it? And that's what I admire in you is you you said, I'm going to just lay the groundwork. Yeah. I just wanted to go and just experience it. That's admirable. I just That's went, a bad bitch. I remember like the first time I think I performed in front. I was doing a competition at VIP. It was like some random competition Vanity was having, but she wasn't there that night and you were working. And um, I did my number and you literally sat there and looked at me and said, baby, whatever happens in this competition, you are going to have a career in drag. Yeah from here on out and that has always like stuck with me like I, I don't know if you know but I think I've told you this too I literally call you like my fairy drag mother mm. like because that that moment right there it was my first time like competing somewhere else besides Oasis mm-hmm. and when you competed at Oasis you either won or you lost and nobody said anything after that mm-hmm. but when I did that one and I I, I won that night but after I did my number before that I happened. hate the fact that it's, <laughs> it's not even bitchy it's the truth I like I did my number and you and you told me that and I was like okay well okay somebody somebody that that like actually has been doing this literally has sat there and told me you're gonna have a, you're gonna have a career in this yeah. and eighteen years later look at this stop putting eighteen years <laughs> it has not been eighteen I've been it doing has. drag eighteen years it has mm-hmm. it really has I started when I was twenty. Mm-hmm. I just turned 38 in August. Yeah. And I just turned 38 too, which is weird. <laughs> Let's take a break. Let's take a break. And we are back with the gorgeous Jasmine Simone, the people's queen, uh, queen of all. The reason I think I love the fall and and the winter specifically is just because I love the idea of how many holidays roll into one another. Uh-huh. And I do feel like it's that spirit. But also, I'm not an athletic person. I'm not an outdoorsy person. I like to be bundled up. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I want to eat breads and get fat and sassy. And get fat and sassy. Just stay that way. <laughs> um, okay, so we... Uh, want to celebrate the fall by trying out these hand soaps and seeing what they smell like. Our job is to guess what is the autumnal scent. Okay. I already have off the top of my head, even though I haven't smelled them. And they're labeled with 
the mom logo. So we don't know what's under here. Okay. Um, I don't notice. I can't tell this packaging. I can kind of tell like Bath and Body Works uh -huh. ones. You know how they have that look. Yeah. Um, I'm guessing maybe uh, Mark, the producer, got these at um, the street fair. Or he got them um, on one of his nature walks. <laughs> um, or he got them at, these are somehow small batch. Oh, shit. Yeah, I think that's very Mark. He's very that. Um, I don't think he got these at Stater Brothers. Uh, that's too uh, run-of-the-mill, I think. Is that too run-of-the-mill for you, Mark? You do? I don't even think you know what Stater Brothers is. <laughs> Goodbye. Um, all right, so I don't know. I'm going to offer you okay. a paper towel. Okay. I'm going to just say we'll smell the same one at a time. Okay. Oh, just pump it. Okay. Okay. Send that to you. Let me see this. Okay. This first one is giving me, it's giving me like sugar cookie eggnog. Uh -huh. I kind of get eggnog a little bit. You drink eggnog? I'm lactose, so I can't really drink it like that. Oh. What do they call, uh, like, a fragrance that's, that smells like something edible? They call it a gourmand fragrance. So, like, uh, vanilla-based, or it smells like watermelon. I, mean, I used to work at Linens and Things, too. This smells really familiar. It smells like a candle I used to have. Oh, maybe it's from Linens and Things. No, they're, they're, they're closed down, honey. They've been closed, oh, for, they they've been closed okay. down for a long time. Oh, so you know everything. <laughs> oh, so you have coupons. Oh, this one's broken. Yeah, this is like, this smells like like vanilla. Oh, this one I'm not going to be able to guess. I'm going to call this one Merry Christmas. What is that? It smells like some kind of like, some kind of tree. You know what? I'm going to tell you this. There's an after scent to these that smells like metal. <laughs> Do you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know that these are that expensive. They don't smell rich to me. <laughs> I don't think there's any shea butter in these. No shea butter. What would you, what, what would you, what is that? It doesn't really, it smells like a car wash, like going to a car wash. Yes, yeah, it smells like, like regular, like regular soap. Regular soap. There's not a strong, there's not a strong scent to this one. And this, watch this be the strongest one. Uh, that's, for, that's, that soap is free. Okay, <laughs> that's the gift with purchase. So we don't know what this one is, but I'm going to just call it Merry Christmas because it's supposed to be general. Okay, what's this one? Do you go to Bath and Body Works and get stuff ever? Um, I go sometimes to get like uh, their like lotions. Uh huh. Not all the time though, because I'm I'm more of like a I'm more of like a like an Instacart shopper now. Uh huh. Or like Postmates. I don't really like to leave my house. Oh, I wish I didn't have to leave my house ever. Like, <laughs> I like to leave my house to go out to eat, but there's something I realized recently, and that is that um, I'm either um, developing agoraphobia or honing my misanthropy because I don't really like being around strangers that much. Mm -mm. I, I have a hard time, and I know that I'm just high strung and I have too many expectations. What does that smell like? This doesn't smell like anything to me. It kind of smells like the, the last like one. Like the second one. I mean, I know it's, it's different. It's not bad, though. No. This smells like, um, you know what? I'm going to say, you know what I'm thinking? It smells like big lots. 
<laughs> These smell like it's big so funny. I could, I could, I could. You know what I'm talking about? When you first walk in. You know when you see like beautiful candle displays and you're like, oh, these are going to be good and they're cheap too. And then you smell it and you're like, mm, no. Yeah. No. It does smell like, <laughs> it smell like big lot. Can we reveal? Yeah. I think we did it. Okay. First one is pumpkin marshmallow. Okay. Ooh. What is 365 Whole Foods Market? <laughs> Oh, I told you. What did I say? That Trader was going to be very Mark. Uh -huh. I said he's going to go very, the, one of those kind of stores. He went, he bought these at Whole Paycheck. <laughs> Pumpkin marshmallow from Whole Foods. Girl, if they don't quit. Okay, that the next the one. Maple? Uh, the next, oh. The next one we said was maple. Maple, yeah. Okay. Apple pie. Ah, uh, we were wrong, and it was so strong of maple. It was so. <laughs> how could we have made that mistake? What's this? I one? mean, I, I did say the second one kind of smelled like 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 some kind of like tree. You did. I did. Black licorice. No, no, it's uh, <laughs> maple latte. Oh, smelling it. Let me see. I, it's it's, a, it's unscrewed a little bit. If you want to, or if you just want to squirt it. I don't know. I'm just gonna smell it. You get the notes. I don't get. I don't get it. I don't get maple out of this. But uh uh. Maybe I ain't smelled maple in a long time. I don't get. Well, you. But you know because you've had. You worked at Starbucks yeah. before. You've had these kind of ingredients. Oh. If you go to Starbucks, what do you get to drink? Uh, if you go I, now, if I go now, it would probably be uh, just a soy, a soy uh, caramel macchiato. With an extra shot, but I haven't been there in a long time. Extra shot of what? Or I'll get there uh, of espresso. Oh, you like it like strong. Oh, yeah. Like when I worked there, I would actually like take like espresso shots throughout the day. Just oh. like, yeah. One drove time. Me, drove me crazy. We were working, when I was working on Drag Race, um, they would do like Starbucks runs, right? And so they would do it for like certain groups of people. So they would ask like, do anybody in the makeup or hair area want anything? And there was a point where Rue was getting, um, I don't even know if I'm saying it right, but it was like tr a triple Americano. Um, I was going to say Americano, yeah. And it was, but it was like three shots, uh -huh. right? And just, was, like, and just like a little bit of water in it. Yeah. Uh -huh. She did that. And, you know, the filming, like she would be in drag and then wouldn't really get out of drag in the early episodes. Because if nobody's gone home yet, it takes a lot longer. Mm. And she would just, and she doesn't want to eat really because she's going to be corseted and all that. She, there was a day or like a, a, a couple of weeks actually where she was doing like, she would order five or six of those throughout the day. We were like, oh, my God. and she was feeling it. Like she wasn't like mean. She uh -huh. was like excitable. Uh -huh. Not just excited, but anything you would say would be like extra funny yeah. and extra um, getting wired on that. I yeah, never that know. That espresso does that. I, I did one day, one, me and one of my coworkers, we, just wanted to see how many we could take within our shift together. Stop it. And I had, I think I took like 13 of them. Good yeah. bot in your heart was just gonna blow it out of your chest. Pretty much. I went home like, <laughs> I was like, damn it, I'm not doing that. You're like, I again. need to mop the cabinets. <laughs> what else do I need to do? Exactly. I'm gonna go fix the garage. Yeah, exactly. What part? <laughs> All of it. All of the garage. I'm gonna rewire the lighting in this house right now. Exactly. Yeah. Let me knit my nails. They need to be knitted. <laughs>
just like so wired. I never know what to get when I go to Starbucks just because I do like coffee, but I never think um, like around this time of year, obviously people talk about pumpkin spice and um, I, I always. I'm not was, a fan of it though. You're not. You know, is it because you worked there too much or is it because. I'm, no, I'm just, I'm just, like it. I'm just don't like it. I'm, I'm not a fan of like, like pumpkin. Mm. Like I'm just, I'm just not. Like, Why are you here? I like, I like pumpkin. I like pumpkin seeds though. We, we used to, we used to like roast them back in the day. You like got the no pumpkin problem seeds. with me being into it? No, no, no. You support you, me? I support you in everything you, you do. Uh-huh. Okay. Diet Coke's and all. All of it. You don't all drink Diet Coke. I drink Coke. And that's I drink, the same I drink family. The, I drink the mini, the mini cans though. Because I can never, <laughs> I can never finish a whole can of Coca-Cola. I just can't. It's like if when it gets too when it gets too like too like like lukewarm or something, I don't want to drink it no more. I like it like right first dip. Like that little can gets me right together. You know who you are. You know, I bet I know who you are too. <laughs> you never said it to me, but I bet you Jasmine Simone, the people's queen, is one of those people who just forgot to eat today. <laughs> so I forgot to eat. No, not me, honey. You don't? Uh-uh. I bet I make you sure, do. I make sure I eat every day. I bet you I bet you exercise portion control too. I do do that. That's how you stay so. Thin <laughs> I do. And young. I do do that. I'll probably eat like, like maybe like I'll get like if I get like Chinese food, I'll get it to eat for like to snack on throughout the day. Well, yeah. Some well, you know, I, I bring up mayhem again only because mayhem and myself, even though obviously I will consume more than she will consume. Options we have the. We have that Options. in common. Mm-hmm. We will every time she goes to Subway, she she will not get a foot long, but she will get two six inch. Uh-huh. She's like one might be wrong. <laughs> we talk about this all the time. Chinese well, we food. Go, or we go to a restaurant and she's like, let me get this and let me get that. She's like, it's just options. Which one of these soaps would you buy? I would probably buy the the first one. Same here. Yeah. Same here. And even though you're not the biggest fan of pumpkin, at least it has a, an identifiable yeah. smell. Yeah. It smells like something's baking. Yeah. Will you eat a pumpkin pie? You know what? I will eat a pumpkin pie. Would I don't, you rather I have like... a pumpkin pie or a sweet potato pie? Oh. I know. Or what or a or a pecan pie? Or an apple pie? I would I would actually rather have a Sweet potato pie. See, I would too. Yeah. I love sweet potato pie. Oh my God. Let's mm. take a break. I'm getting excited for this. We season. need to, or- let's DoorDash a <laughs> sweet potato pie. And we are back with the People's Queen, Jasmine Simone. Um, you know, one of my, uh, definitely, I say one of my drag family members. Mm-hmm. Um, it, I, I, was, we, I sometimes talk with other, other entertainers about how, especially in Southern California, it's hard to say, um, that's that drag family, that's that drag family, that, because it's, there's so much overlap. Mm-hmm. And many times people that are, uh, people may have started only like a, a a year before or a year after someone and there still seems to be a um they revere somebody as more like a drag aunt mm-hmm. but then they're also like buddies yeah. best friends yeah. you know what i mean I like see a lot of that now too for sure for sure i'm like girls like a year and a half in they're like that's my drag daughter uh-huh oh i'm no. like you guys are the same yeah <laughs> and also though there are people where 
it's when when they don't when new people don't realize the connections that other people have because they don't see them working together at shows, mm-hmm. and then they're like, "Oh, you you know her," and you're like, "Know her, know her girl, no, we yes. travel together, girl. right?" <laughs> this is the part of the podcast where we answer letters. People write in, you don't know what they're going to say. Sometimes they send things in. Um, just recently. Oh, yeah. Um, also, if you want to write a letter, you can send it to readmedelta at gmail.com. Any kind of questions about ridiculous things like hand soap or <laughs> observations about Old hand, hand soap, soap. <laughs> or uh, observations about gourds. Oh, my gourd. Yes, gourds. This is the first letter. And this is my new um, letter opener. Do you like that? All right, let's hope this is not. Sometimes they're like very long and I'm mm-hmm. like, oh my God. Dear Delta, what are your favorite sports? Do you like playing basketball? Were you ever on the wrestling team? Have you ever wrestled for tips? Would you ever wrestle for tips on a Just for Fans? Goal, very Ronaldo. Well, Ronaldo is onto something here because I did wrestle when Ooh. I was younger um, and I did play uh, Little League mm-hmm. and I did play basketball for it was my stepdad forced me to do all of this stuff. Mm-hmm. And I think it was to toughen me up, but it didn't work. Um, I was very good at wrestling. Um, like, I mean, or I did, I guess, but in a different way, right? In a different way. <laughs> Um, I like all the I I like the idea of sports, but I I I'm not a big fan of team sports just because I um I like to do shit myself, mm-hmm. and so I don't want something to fall apart because there was or or like lose something because there wasn't enough camaraderie or one person didn't listen. That's why like in school I was always anytime we had a group project I'm like just let me do it. You guys can take the credit for it. I promise we'll pass. It's going to be great. <laughs> And uh, which I don't know if if you are into sports or you like team stuff, but I would imagine you liking individual things. Uh, yeah, but I I played uh, I played basketball, I ran track, mm-hmm. I played uh, flag football because I wasn't finna do all that physical uh-huh. stuff, and I think I play I played um, baseball once, but I didn't really like that. Uh huh. Yeah. Do you uh, like when the Olympics come out? Do you ever watch any of that stuff? I I used to, but I don't really I don't really watch it anymore. But my my when I would watch it, I just love the um the gymnastics oh, part, same. The, like the tumbling and all that. Yeah, that was that was literally my favorite. I like that. I I do love the idea of um, watching people do like um, not watching the long distance running, but just what goes into the mind because you must get some like sort of clarity or high when you're doing something in that same repetition for so mm-hmm. long. Did you do long distance or did you do um, relay? We, we did, we did, we did relay, but I did, I did a uh, long distance too, mm-hmm. but that was before, like before like high school. Once I hit high school, I was like, I'm not uh-huh. doing any of this. You're not doing any of that. I don't want to be on anybody's team until I joined the dance team my senior year. Oh. But that, that was actually fun because I was coming into this. Like, right, right. I, I was realizing like, oh, okay, I'm going to go ahead and do this then. Yeah, you're going to keep it all the way through. Huh. But I will I will wrestle for tips, by the way. You know what? It's funny <laughs> I mean, you He say was that. onto something right there. It's funny you say that. Long time ago, we did drag wrestling at the old Hamburger Mary's. 
Mm. And they brought in kiddie pools and people would pay um, to get cans of whipped cream. And then they would squirt them on the queens while they were wrestling. So there is probably, I don't know if there's video footage, but there's camera, like actual old school printed out photos Mm. of Jules and Psychedella. Oh God, I would love to see that. Oh, I'm going to find them. I, I, uh, they asked me to do it and I was like, you know what? I'll just, I'll just host. I'll be the MC, mm-hmm. but I think Big D walked around with the letters. Like that's what Big D <laughs> oh was God, wearing, like it. platforms back in the day. I love it. Yeah, it, it was old school, but yeah, they used to do that. And then the money would go to charity. Like we would. Oh, okay. Yeah, it was fierce. It was oh, fierce. Okay. I got, you know what? I would do it again. I would. I would wrestle. Mm-hmm. I. I think I would. I would do it um, in drag, but. I think I'd have to pick who I'm doing it with. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like if I was doing it, I would want to do it with somebody that like, because I think I'd be pretty good at it, but I want somebody that would be able to take a blow. You know what I mean? Yeah. So like, I don't know who could do, could I do it with? Like maybe like I could do it with Dorta. Dorta. <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh gosh, she would love it. Too. Although she's younger, faster and has a lot more muscle, but I got some weight <laughs> on her so I could probably pin her down (laughs) dear delta and gorgeous guest how much of my personal style is worth sacrificing for dick from very gus none of it none of it are you none of it your personal style you're naked when you get when you're getting dick anyway i tell you what gus very gus uh it depends on how old you are because i will say you know i tell people this all the time I love this philosophy of Dolly Parton that came in the, she has a song called Better Get to Live In. And she says, design, refine, and shine. And I feel like uh, you can consider some of the decades of your life, your 20s, like designing what you want Mm -hmm. in your 30s, sort of refining those things in that way. If you're young and you think that it's okay because like you want to hook up with somebody and you know you're just hooking up with them, you don't want anything else from them. And you can consider it kind of like drag. Like if say you want to wear a certain style, but you know the person that you want to hook up with hangs at a different kind of bar, mm-hmm. throw on a different outfit, go out there and like land them and then dump them. Yeah. Use and them. go back to your personal style. And, and go you back better to your hope personal it's good. Style. Who cares? As long as you're in agreement with this and they know, like you don't have to tell them, but if they know that you're just hooking up, maybe meet them, meet them at their level. Yeah. Who cares? <laughs> Who gives a shit? I think, you know, I think everybody in their life at some point has like, um, especially when you're you're trying out different people. Like, like what is this scene like? What is that scene mm-hmm. like? You do compromise sometimes just because you're like, oh, do we have to like wear a certain style to go there? And then you realize like it was not worth it. I'm not doing that again. <laughs> yeah. Fuck you. But, you know, in this day and age, I'm telling you, with a, with a cell phone, all you have to do is type in, I want this. And I'm going to give you this. And I'm going to give you this. And I want you to do this. And then you just have to wait. And it may take and a while. And it's either yes or no. And if they're they gonna say show no, up. go to somebody else. They're going to show up. Right? I mean, that's just kind of the way it works. Yeah. It's not that difficult. It's not that deep. It's not like, you know. I mean, I will say when you go to like an event like Pride or something, you know, maybe if you get a little tipsy and you're feeling a little bit free, that's where that's where like the, I feel like the modern day cruising happens. Right. Oh, yeah. So you're like, well, this isn't necessarily the type of person that I normally hook up with, but it's tempting. And yeah. I feel like I want to experience this, you know, like. You don't go to a bakery and always order the same cupcake. I mean, I, I do, but I want a variety as well. Sometimes of cupcakes. options. You have to have options, just like <laughs> we we're talking about the subway. Do you go to subway? 
Yes. What do you want to eat at Subway? Um, I'm I'm like a I'm plain Jane. I get me a lovely like turkey sandwich with bacon and tomatoes and spinach and a little lettuce, a little line of I don't like all, all the mustard, but just give me a little line of mustard. Uh huh. Some mayonnaise, salt and pepper, vinegar, and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. I give me some baked lays. Oh, baked lays. Mm-hmm. I do like baked lays. What about Miss Vicky's kettle chips? Do you ever get those? No. They're good. Are they? Yeah. Um, if you do you like salt and vinegar things or not really? Then don't get no, those. Ones. No. If you're not, <laughs> not immediately really. connected to it, then I would say mm-hmm. get like a bar the barbecue ones are good. Oh, okay. And the jalapeno ones are good. Mm-hmm. I don't know what other brands or what other uh flavor profiles they have, but they have a few of them. Um yeah. when all is said and done, do not compromise anything about yourself for someone else yes you can make concessions tiny little concessions and go well all right this is selfish of me and i'm talking about in a relationship Mm -hmm. but when you're just hooking up with somebody when you because you said in the letter right you said dick dick what do i compromise for dick well you can compromise whatever you want because you're you're actressing the whole way through anyway because all you're trying to do is score and bounce right i got what i wanted a dance do my thing, get paid, I'm out. Exactly. That's it. Mm-hmm. That's it. Now, if this is a relationship situation, you wouldn't be referring to that person as dick because you're not in a relationship with somebody for, for that. that. Exactly. You're in a relationship because you want to share your life and you want to, you know, the, there's there's other things involved. I mean, we're, we're in 2023. Relationships are complex. Very I think. much. And not what works for one group, one person, one couple does not work for another couple. Mm-hmm. And it's just so difficult to, to question that and, Everyone does their own thing, I think. Yeah? Yeah. I mean, I do. Compromise for what? For 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 what reason? For what reason? (laughs) For what reason? (laughs) Stupid. (laughs) Stupid. (laughs) Compromise. Uh, You must think about that one again. Um, (laughs) Thank you for being here. Thank you for having me. This is so chill. I was so excited to be here. I'm happy that you came. And I know you came from the other side of hell. And now you have to sit in traffic because I was in there fluffing my hair. And... um, she was here way early. What is it they say? Like early is on on time. Early, early is, is something on time. On time is late. Late is you're fired. That's what I used to. That's what they used to tell me. Yeah, but anyway, as a professional, you were here super early, and you did come from the other side of hell, and you have to drive back to the heat. It's not that hot here. It's not that hot here. No, it was hot when I left. From over there, yes. From over there. We're not going to say where. Thank you so much for listening to Very Delta. And a special hello to everyone watching on YouTube. Please subscribe to Mom Podcast so you don't miss an episode. You can also search for Very Delta on all your podcast apps. We come out every single Monday, as well as here on the Mom Podcast YouTube channel. You can send all of your questions to readmedelta at gmail.com. Follow me on Instagram. Of course, follow the People's Queen at... The People's Queen. D-A People's Queen. Yeah. Everywhere. 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 Every, yeah. Like it's, everywhere. Yeah, everywhere. Everywhere. She has a, a Pornhub profile as Dub People's, People's Queen. Queen. Hello. <laughs> um, you can also follow the show on Instagram and TikTok at Very Delta because if you're not, you're only getting half the Delta. Join me next week right here. And until then, keep things Very Delta. This episode of Very Delta was brought to you by Orange Diamond, the official emoji of the Very Delta show. To listen to Very Delta one day early and ad-free, sign up for Mom Plus at mompodcasts.plus. 
Very Delta is produced by Moguls of Media, a.k.a. Mom. Hosted by Delta Work and produced by Mark Jacobs. Engineered by Margot Padilla and editing by Doug Robertson. Executive produced by Willem Belli, Alaska Thunderfuck, Big Dipper, and Joe Cilio. 